So um, somebody got a comment on score sheet that says you should cut seed doublings harder. What do we think that means? Can we translate that into dojo terminology? An embellishment has three cardinal rules, right? Cardinal rule number one is to play all the steps accurately. Step or rule number two is to play everything evenly. And step number three is to play everything as short as musically possible. So on the assumption that whoever gave you this feedback actually understands what a good embellishment should sound like. I'm not convinced everybody actually does, but uh, which of the three cardinal rules is this most likely to pertain to? Good. The third one, it's most likely to pertain to. So the steps of our embellishment should be played ASAP. So... I don't know. What's a, what's a good tune with some doublings in it? Right? So there's C doublings. And all of those C doublings are being played accurately and evenly really well. But you could say I need to... You could, I wouldn't, but you could say I need to cut those seed doublings harder, meaning the steps of the movement need to be shorter, closer to as short as musically possible. Right, so all I did there was compress the steps shorter. Cool. That's what it's most likely to pertain to. Now, if your grace note size is too big, cutting the seed doubling harder or making the steps of the embellishment shorter is going to ruin the embellishment. what I mean? So it could also have to do with the grace note size needing to be a, a little bit smaller so that you can play the steps shorter. Okay? That is cut, what cutting your C doublings harder means. In, at the dojo, what we try to do, like one of the foundational teaching rules that we try to abide by some of our teachers more than others, uh, is we, we want to kind of get away from subjective terms like this. I'm sure if somebody like Jack Lee gives you that feedback, I'm sure that he's correct. Uh, but we're, what we're going to try to do is we need to get rid of that subjective stuff and get down to objective brass tacks here. Uh, and um, what this actually means is probably just that the steps of the movement ultimately need to be smaller. The steps of the embellishment ultimately need to be smaller, shorter in duration. All right, now, if in doing so, we have accuracy problems, then we would fix that. 
But notice that it's all like, it's all going back to our objective fundamental skill set. John says, thanks. I truly didn't know what that meant. Yep. And that's a great thing. You know, it's a great example of why it's important to have a fundamental uh, language to speak. Because um, a lot of times you get subjective terms and you really honestly don't quite know what they mean. Is there a value to subjective terminology? There's definitely a value. It's certainly how I learned how to play. You know, a lot of words like flow and phrasing and light and shade and holding and crispness. Um, and then over time, the more you immerse yourself in it, the more you kind of learn what that means. Okay, so, uh, so it can work. But what using, I think what's using subjective terms kind of disguises is that what we're doing here is really not that complicated. And there really is, there really is, there really are, you know, there really are only a set of, I don't know, what, what, what we've done it in the past, right? So under the crossing noise banner, we have uh, lift drop, rolling, and phantom. Right. And then I suppose I, you know, and then I suppose you could get into whole coverage uh, and finger posture, you know, like, but then I suppose you could get into whole coverage. Like we, maybe we're not covering the holes correctly. Right. I guess I suppose. And then maybe we could get into false notes, you know, uh, but that's it. Right as far as the scale navigation is concerned, right? This is just a very quick review. As far as scale nav is concerned, there's really only those things. And then we have rhythm, okay? And then we have uh, accuracy, uh, accuracy to the click, right? And then we have um, tempo, right? Whether or not we're able to maintain a steady tempo, and that's really it. And then we have grace notes, which need to be small in size, and they need to be synced to the note change, right? Then we have embellishments, which need to be, we, we know this one, right? which need to be what? Accurate steps, even, ASAP, and then we have ALAP ASAP, which is obviously, I'm running out of room, which is obviously, <clears throat> max contrast uh, between dotted and short, right? Then we have uh, short note fusion. But like short note fusion is not really a thing. It's just a sort of an element of ALAB ASAP that becomes tricky, right? And then maybe we have pulsing, but pulsing is not like obligatory. Pulsing is what we do at the end of the day, right? So anyway, Maybe I've missed one or two, potentially, but we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. So basically anything that could go wrong in your playing comes down to 13 fundamental things that we have to think about.
Now, 13 is, is not a small number, but it is a manageable number and uh, everything fits into one. Every piece of feedback that you get fits into one of these things. Just let that process for a second. Can anybody think of feedback that they've gotten on their finger work that does not fall into one of these 13 categories? Right? I can't really think of any feedback you could get on your finger work that would not fit into these 13 things with the exception of like, uh, with the exception of like, I want to hear a heavier first pulse of your four beat phrase in the two four march. Like what's once we get into like advanced stuff, like phrasing, then we get into pulsing and then it's a lot more subjective. But most of the things that really knock us down 95% of the time, can be uh, somewhere in these 13 things. Hey everybody, Andrew Douglas here from the Piper's Dojo and I just wanna say thanks so much for listening to today's iteration of the podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, it would be super helpful to us and to a lot of bagpipers out there trying to find us. If you could give us a top-notch review on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, particularly Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and things like that, your review would be really, really helpful. So if you have a moment today, definitely go over there and help us out. Other than that, until we meet again on the podcast or somewhere else, thanks again for listening.